to second Peter chapter one. Let's get into the word. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm healed too. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter number one. And we are still in this series on confronting religion. We're in the last leg of this, this week and next week. Um, and then we move into our family series. But we are now on faith and grace. Somebody said faith and grace. Come on, say it real loud. Faith and grace. Yeah. Faith and grace. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse number 1. I'm going to go right through this today and I'm going to pick up from where I left off on Wednesday night. And it's okay because some of you were not here, so you'll catch it for the first time. Those who were here, um, just say saturation. Um, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, 2 Peter 1 and 1. To them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Look at your neighbor, tell them grace and peace. Tell them, say, be multiplied unto you. Verse 3, according as his divine power, look at this, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Write in your notes, affects life. All things that affect life. They have been given unto us. He's given unto us all things that affect our life, that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding, underline this part, great and precious promises. Exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through human desires or through lust. First Timothy 6 and 17 says, he's given us all things to enjoy. So he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness or that affect our life and he's also given us exceeding great and precious promises can you say promises now the promises of God are benefits of the finished works of Jesus Christ let's look at some of the promises that God has made us first of all he made us righteous tell your neighbor say you've been made righteous tell him stop trying to work for it You can't pray enough to be righteous. You can't sing enough to be righteous. You can't come to enough prayer means enough to be righteous. You've been made righteous. And then he told us in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 that we've been abundantly supplied. Write some of these down if you can because I'll go real quick. Um, In Job 36, he promises us that our days will be in prosperity and our years in pleasure. He promised us long-term success. Um, In Philippians 4, he told us that he would supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. In Philippians 4, he says the peace of God belongs to us. Um, um, In John 17, he says, I come that my joy may be fulfilled in you. These are all promises of God. In 3 John, he says, I want you to be in health and prosper as your soul prospers. In Joshua 1, he says that you will have good success. Um, In Isaiah 65, he gives us a promise that if you own something, you won't be hit with foreclosure. That's in Isaiah chapter 65, verse 21 through 24. These, These are promises that God has made us. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, he says, I'll give you houses full of good things. 
Somebody say houses. Say it real loud. Houses. That's plural if you didn't know. Um, 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 in Malachi chapter 3 he talks about childbirth these are promises that God has given us he says your seed won't cast her fruit before the time in the field then after you have the children he promised us in Proverbs eleven twenty one that the seed of the righteous shall be delivered um, in, in Isaiah 54 he says great shall be the peace of your children um, um, in, in, in Proverbs 19, he seals our purpose. He says, many are the plans in your heart, but my purpose will prevail in your life. These are all the promises that God has made to us. In 1 Corinthians 2, he says, regarding learning and wisdom, he says, we have the mind of Christ. How many of y'all in school right now? You're taking a course online or trying to get a GED or trying to, trying to go through some type of training. He says, you have the mind of Christ. Um, he even talks about the lonely. There's a promise for those who feel lonely. In Psalm 68, he says, I put the lonely in families. Look at this here. Um, in, in 2 Timothy 1, he speaks to us regarding fear. He says, I didn't give you the spirit of fear, but I gave you the spirit of love. Because what we've forgotten is we think that faith cast out fear. That's not Bible. Love cast out fear. So I didn't give you fear, I gave you love. These are promises of God. Look at it in Psalms 42 when it talks about depression. He says, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God and I will praise him again, my Savior. These are all promises that God has made to us. Now we told you on Wednesday night that the promises of God are God God's divine intention regarding me. All of these things I just kind of referenced. There's a million more. This is God's intention for you. This is what God expects for you. This is how God wants you to live. It's how God wants your children to live, your family to live. He wants you to be in, 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 in care. He wants you to be taken care of very well. He gets pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. These are the promises of God toward you. This is his intent for you. But listen to this. They are not self-fulfilling. They require faith. And so grace, we talked about, has provided all things um, through the cross of Jesus. Grace has provided all things, but now you need to get all the promises that grace has provided. This is where we begin to lose the battle. Because we sing about the promise, we shout about the promise, but we don't go into how to obtain that promise and have it in my life. We read to you about peace and joy and houses and children. Why are we lacking in these areas? Because although grace has done it, I got to now come over into faith to make it happen in my life. Say amen to that. All you need to do, listen to me very carefully, is believe the word and believe the promise. We've been trying to add everything else to it. We've been trying to work for it. I got to read this book. I got to get this series. If I could just go online and watch this. No, 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 no. All you got to do is believe the word. Say believe the word. Now go to Luke chapter number one. Because all Mary had in Luke chapter one was the word of God. We've been trying to add too much to the process. All I got to do is believe. No, I got to do more than that. Just believe. Because when you believe God... 
there is seed of action in belief. When you believe, action always comes. So, so, so I just got to believe the word. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, Mary, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying and cast her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, fear not, for thou hast found favor with God. Tell your neighbor, say, don't you fear. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. That's strong stuff, man. That's strong stuff. You talking about God told me to open up a business. God told me to start a group. God told me to do this. Okay, that's great. He came to Mary and said, you're going to give birth to Jesus. That's heavy, man. And she, 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 she didn't even know a man. Look, verse 32. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father, um, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. This is strong stuff he put in on Mary. Then said Mary to the angel, well, how shall this be? This is where we get caught up at. God tells you to do something and your reply is, well, God, how is it going to happen? Well, God, how am I going to do it? Well, God, how this going to work? Because I didn't finish this and I don't have enough money. God never approaches you based on how much money you have in your account. If God was waiting to get things lined up first, is this going in and out? That's all right. If God... Ah, is waiting on us to get everything lined up so he can use us and we can't be used. Let me tell you this, write this down, because if it's not impossible, it's not faith anyway. God loves to get us in impossible situations. Well, we can't figure it out. Our account don't match what he said. I don't know how I'm going to see this. I don't even qualify for it. But if he said it, he comes to Mary and he tells Mary, you ain't seen a man. You ain't been with no man, but you're going to give birth to Jesus. That's some strong stuff. And Mary come back and said, well, okay, but how is this going to be? And how many times have you talked yourself out of what God called you to do because of what Mary said? How is this going to happen? I know I heard God, but how is this going to happen? And you start to calculate your own stuff and your own affairs and your own account and your own savings. God likes to get you to a point where, where you got to totally depend upon him. And all you need is the word of God. This is all Mary had. Come on, let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Where did I stop reading that? Huh? 34. And then Mary said, how shall this be seeing that I don't have a man? How shall this be? Because I ain't working right now. How shall this be? Because I didn't finish school. How shall this be? Because I got some bills I got to pay first. How shall this be? And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she had also conceived the son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who called, who was called barren. Um, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. 
Oh, with God, nothing shall be impossible. And here's where we got to position ourselves. And Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me. Be it unto me according to thy word. All Mary had was the word. And when you're talking about faith and you're talking about grace, yes, grace has provided it. But you got to walk in faith to have it manifest in your life. But you got to stop trying to figure it out on the external. All Mary had was the word from that angel. That's all she had. We've been trying to add too much to the ingredients. All you need is the word of God. That's all she had. That's all Mary had was the word. So why do you need something else? How shall this be? As soon as I get this and I'm going to step out. Mary said, be it unto me. And this is strong for her because he says you're going to give birth to a son. Not just a son, but Jesus. And she's never been with a man. Now, if anybody had reason to doubt. Oh, y'all, y'all looking at me, y'all laughing. Because if somebody came to this altar right now and said, I just want to let y'all know, I, 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 the angel came to me last night. I was watching Netflix and the angel said, hey. And I had turned the TV off and the angel had started talking. And he said, I'm going to give birth to the second coming of Christ. He's coming through me. And you're not going to say praise the Lord. You're say, if you can go sit down somewhere, the Lord ain't, that's what you're going to tell him. Because when you get a word of faith, it always makes you look foolish. You about to do what? You about to go where? You going to start what? You finna buy who? You going to build up who? What? Because they looking at you based on what they know about you. And not based on the word you've received. All Mary had was the word. Now we can sing about the promise. We can jump about the promise. We can ride around about the promise. But until we mix our faith with what we've heard God say. You won't see it. And many believers are in this hour. Getting weary in their well doing. Because they're just waiting for something to happen. And grace is God's part. Faith. Is your part. And what is what is grace? Greatest grace is what Jesus has already done. What is faith? It is my response. Write this down. Faith is my positive response to what grace, what God, what Jesus has already done. Faith is my positive response. I got to say positive because some of y'all respond, but it's not positive. That's why you're sitting here now, you're mad and you're weary and you're ready to quit. You know, we hear that too much in church. For those who are ready to quit, those who are ready to give up. Why do we keep getting to those places? Why do we need to be refreshed all the time? What, what we call revival is normal to God. Go to Ephesians chapter number two. Are y'all still here? Faith is my positive response to what God has done. This is why I don't have time to be be distracted in this season because and you don't either because we all trying to get what God has done to manifest in our life um, um, Ephesians 2 verse 8 for by grace are ye saved through faith 
For by grace are ye saved through faith. For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. By grace you receive soteria. You receive um, prosperity and deliverance and preservation and salvation and healing and wholeness and favor. All of that is provided by grace. Grace provided everything. But faith is needed to obtain the everything that grace has provided. Say that. Say grace. grace. Say it loud. Grace, grace. provided everything. everything. Say, but, but my faith is needed to obtain the everything that grace has provided. Grace has provided everything. And I ain't just talking about house and cars and stuff. I'm talking about peace and joy and sleep. Come on here. Hair. Nails. Come on, I'm talking about everything. Whatever is lacking in our lives, grace has already provided. How long are we going to sing about what grace has provided without seeing in our life? What grace has provided. You know how long? As long as we make a decision not to move in faith. All you got to do is believe the word. Go to Luke chapter 5. Let's hit this one more time. Luke chapter 5. Because once you believe the word, it pushes you to action. Whatever you believe causes you to act. Whatever you believe causes you to act. Whatever you believe causes you to act. You can hear something that's totally false, but if you believe it, you're going to act upon it. Whatever you believe is going to cause you to act. So the question is, what are you believing? Because what you believe dictates your response. And I told you that faith is our positive response to what God has done. So if you believe wrong, you're going to respond wrong. If you respond wrong, you won't get what God has done for you. This is important. This is important, people of God. This is why we got to be careful of not getting off on every little thing and, and getting caught up and distracted and then realize six months later, I've had no fruit in my life. I've been caught up in this, that, and the other, but I, there's nothing working in my life. I got to have this working in my life. Luke chapter 5. Look at verse number 1. I told you told them Wednesday night that belief is convinced persuasion. If you wasn't here, write that down. It means I have evidence over a period of time and I'm convinced of a thing. I'm convinced because I have evidence over a period of time of something. It is convinced persuasion. I have evidence over a period of time and I'm convinced of a thing. Look at Luke chapter 5 and it came to pass. Let's put it together. That as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Verse number 2. Come on. And saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. These were professional fishermen. 
Look at verse number three. And he entered into one of the ships, Jesus did, which was Simon's, and prayed that he would thrust out a little bit from the land, and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Come on. Come on. And now when he had left speaking, he said, Simon, now launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Come on. And Simon answering said, Jesus, master, I hear what you're saying, but I've toiled out here all night and I didn't catch nothing. Belief is convinced persuasion. Simon was convinced that there were no fish to be caught because he had been out there all night and had caught nothing. That's what Simon believed. Jesus came and injected a new belief. He saw that they had struggled. They had toiled. They were working hard and making no money. You know what toiling means? It means working hard, sweating, and still not being able to make ends meet. Jesus saw they had been out there all night, professional fishermen. They knew how to fish. They had been out there all night, but they caught nothing. And Jesus sat and taught them and gave them new principles and injected new belief. And then he says, now go and do what I said. Go and do again what you failed at the first time. And Simon said, wait a minute, Jesus. I know what you're saying. I know what you taught. But we've told all night. He went back to his old belief system. Why? Because he was convinced. And some of y'all are convinced that what you're doing is the way to do it, although it's not producing And so when Jesus presents something different, you say, now, wait a minute, Lord, I hear what you're saying. I I got that. I heard the word, but look at here, look at here. He says, we've taken nothing, but here's the part. Nevertheless, at thy word, go back to Mary. All Mary had was what? The word. Nevertheless, at thy word. Now I am convinced because I've been out here all night that ain't no fish out here. But at thy word that you release, I'm going to act on what you said. And look at what happened when he did it. Verse number six. Look at what happened. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fish that the nets even broke. Now, this is the same day. It's the same hour. It's not a week later. Once you get a word, a word has the ability to turn your situation around in 24 hours. But you got to believe the word. And some of y'all sit and you hear the word and you say, preach pastor. And you post it on Facebook and you post it on Instagram and you wave your hand and you jump up and say, that's a good word. But you have no intentions of doing anything with it because this is the word. Mary said, be it unto me. Okay. Okay. We ain't caught nothing. Yep. We've been out here all night. Yep. We washing our nets. We about to go home. We mad. We frustrated. We've been toiling, but nevertheless at thy word, I'm going to do what you said. And when they did what he said, they turned around in the same day. And the Bible didn't say they had caught a few fish. It said they caught nothing. How the heck you out here all night and you didn't catch nothing. How you work 80 hours in one week and your phone's still off? How you work all weekend and still can't make rent? How you toiling? You know why? Because you haven't come to the point of saying, nevertheless, at thy word, I'm going to obey you. We're still trying to figure it out and work it out and process it out and all of that. And the enemy's like, okay, you keep on going. 
And God says, you keep on holding on to it. But when you get ready to do it, nevertheless, we can turn this thing around. We can get you some money where you ain't had no money. Some peace where you ain't had no peace. We can get you an apartment that you don't qualify for. We get you a home and you ain't even got to get, get, fill out for the loan. We can, we can do some things that only the word can do. Because the word is the only thing that has the ability to work the supernatural in your life. And some of y'all, if you admit it, you need miracles right now. You need the supernatural to work in your life right now. You need some quick, fast, in the hurry stuff. You need some suddenlies and some immediately to happen right now. And it's not based on you being so good. It ain't based on you tithing. And it ain't based on all of that because you've messed that up. Yes, you repent. Yes, you tell God, I- I'm going to do better next time. But because of his grace. That's why I said grace and faith. Because if it weren't for grace, we'd all be, be, be swimming under. Yeah, you don't deserve him to get you out of your financial mess because you put yourself in there. You don't deserve that. We don't deserve it. But his grace said, nevertheless, at that word, here we go. Let's make this happen. Same, I need you to see this the same day. So, 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 so grace is what's been done. Faith is my response to what has been done. And see, what happens is, here is what happens. Here is what happens. When what you're convinced of over a period of time is confronted, it brings fear. They said, I'm not going back out there with these nets. We've been out there all night. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not going back out there. Call them back Monday. I'm not calling them back. They already told me no. Call them back Monday. Are y'all listening to me? We got to learn how to send fear to hell where it belongs. I'm just going to get delivered from fear. No, there is no. (laughs) There is no process. I need you to hear me. I said this Wednesday night. I need you to hear this. There is no process of deliverance from fear. I got fear, Pastor. Pray. We know what all. Ooh, fear is gone. It's not true. How many of y'all ever got prayer for fear? And got in your car and it was at the, in the front seat with a seatbelt on. Come on here. <laughs> Waiting on you. See, that prayer was all nice and all. And service was good. But I'm still right here. Because there is no process. I need you to hear this. Of deliverance from fear. There's only process of change of belief. You change what you believe and the fear goes. When the fear goes, now you can act. When you act, now you can receive what God has already done. And most of you all are, 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 are one step from acting, but that fear has got you, it's got you entangled. And, and you got to change what you believe. Just like them guys in Luke chapter 5. They didn't want to change what they believe. They said, Jesus, I know what you said, but we ain't caught none out here. Ain't no fish out here. We know what we're doing. It don't work. And I don't know what Jesus told them when he sat in the boat and talked to them, but he gave them some good information to step out on. And if you simply just do that, if you just do that, If you just do that and begin to change what you believe by renewing your mind and putting the word in, I got to have you hear this people of God because too many people are walking around and you're looking for somebody to blame for your lack of fruit in your life. And it ain't nobody but us. We got a lot of word 
and, and here's the thing. Nothing in the kingdom just happens. But everything is triggered by faith. Look at your life. Look at what's going on in your life. Now, now go to Ephesians chapter 1. It's the good part right here. It's, this, this is the, it's the part that knocked me off the couch. Because we've been waiting for God to do what he's already done. Even if we're in faith, Pastor Kelly, we do like this. Well, God going to do it when he gets ready. If he's already done it, who's responsible for when it happens? If he's already done it, then who's responsible for when it happens? Not him. Look, Ephesians 1, verse number 3. Mm, mm, mm. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Where are the spiritual blessings? Look at it. Where are they? In where? In heavenly places. Say it. It's okay. In heavenly places. Where at? Where? So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Where is Christ? In me. The Bible says Christ in me, the hope of glory. So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And Christ is in me. So if it's in Christ and Christ is in me, then I'm in position to call for what I want because it's already in me. So I determine when it happens. You've been putting your blessing to fall off. I just, I've been praying. I'm just waiting on God. No, 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 no. I thank God in Jesus name that by this Thursday, I'll receive a call back from this company and I'll get the job. Bottom line. But you can't walk in that level of authority, always considering the circumstances. If you're always considering what you didn't catch last night, you can't walk in that kind of authority. If you're always considering, but I don't have a man, you can't walk in authority like Mary. Mary said, be it unto me. So if it's in Christ and Christ is in me, then I can call for what I want because I'm created to produce what I want at will. You got a bill that's due. I dare you to stand up when you get home and look in the mirror and say, I thank God in Jesus name that by Friday at 12 noon, the money will be in. That's a far fetch from, I hope God do it. I've been praying. I hope he come through. I had my sisters pray with me and my prayer team, my small group. We just all hoping that God come through, come through from where? Come through and do what? That's on you. You command your week. You command what you want to see happen this week in your life. Yeah. 
to wish and do by Friday. I thank God in Jesus. This is a positive response to what grace has already done. Here's the wrong response. It's due Thursday. Oh, what I'm going to do? Oh, man. This is terrible. Every month has happened like this. I ain't got no money. We got to make this happen. This is, oh, my God, it's stressing me out. I'm just so, that's the wrong response. The right response is I thank God that every need is supplied. And I thank God that by Wednesday at 1 p.m., the money will be in. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know where it's going to come from. That ain't my job to figure it out. I just believe that God's going to do. Listen, I'm not trying to get you to shout. I need you to hear this. Because I'm looking at some of y'all. Y'all looking like this. And here's what you said. Pastor, he, he was all right today. He, you know, he really didn't bring it. No, no, no. As long as I'm reading the Bible, we bringing it. You, 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 you just ain't getting it because you, you, you distracted or whatever. But, but, but you got to say, no, 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 no. I hear what you're saying, man of God. I've been in that place. I've been doubting and in fear. And, and I've been in the enemy dictate to me what God has already done in my life. No, no, no. That stops today. In Christ. Christ is in me. So what I'm looking outside for is already in me. I just got to have the proper response. Go to 2 Kings chapter 4. I ain't finna play with y'all. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we, y'all been saying Acts, study this. If we command anything according to his will, he hears. And because he hears, we know we have what we decreed and commanded. If you hear nothing else, you leave here today and you operate your faith to the point of you commanding the rest of your week. Start with Monday. You ain't got lunch money for this week. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name that I received lunch money for the entire week by 9 o'clock in the morning. You going to work tomorrow? I don't know. I ain't got no bus fare. I'm going to see what happens in the morning. That's the wrong response. We going out this weekend. You want to go? I don't know. I ain't got no money. I'm trying to see. Call me back on Thursday. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm going out. Where y'all going? I'll meet you there. And you can have zero dollars. You can have zero outfit. You can have. Actually, they said, what you been saying, though? What you been saying, though? Actually, said, how have you been responding? How you been responding? What have you been allowing your children to hear you respond? Are you teaching your children to doubt and fear because of your mouth? Are you teaching them that we, we just never had no money, we always broke? Is that what you're saying to your children? Yeah, I, sometimes, man, I don't know how stuff is going to happen. I don't know where the money's going to come from. But London handles that stuff and I said, just tell them we'll have it on, on Friday. Can I, we pay this right now? No, we don't have it right now, but, but we'll tell them we'll pay it on Thursday. Where's it going to come from? I don't know. Tell your neighbor, say, you're trying to figure too much out. You're trying to figure too much out. Your job is to believe God. 
Your job is to believe and obey. When you believe God, he's going to tell you what to do. And when you, he'll tell you to be in the right place at the right time. And the right person come in and they'll bless your whole house. But if you're trying to figure it out, you tell me what you ain't got and what had happened last time. And you don't know how hard it is. I might care how hard it is. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver you out of every one of them. He's a very present help in a time of trouble. He comes to you with answers, but you got to have the right response. And some of y'all, the reason it's not manifest because you're around the wrong boogers. You're around the wrong people. Your circle is contaminated. They ain't got no faith. They always in fear and doubt and unbelief. They ain't got nothing. Don't want you to have nothing. You need to change your circle. That's why you ain't even stepped out and did the business yet. Because you're trying to start my business. They said, you're going to start what? Did you get your thing yet? Did you calling people yet? Shut up! I don't have it all together. But I know I heard God. No, I heard God. That's all I know. I heard God. And God said, I said, God, I said, you? He said, that's me. I said, all right, I'm going then. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't have a five-year plan yet. I just got to step out the boat. He said, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come on the water. He said, well, come on here. And Peter stepped out of the boat onto the water, walking to Jesus. He didn't sink until he started looking at everybody else that was around him. And sometimes you got to learn how to make moves without posting about it. Just make your move, baby. Let them see you coming. Let them see what God has done. You ain't got to announce everything. Because everybody don't understand the faith that you walking in. Turn it and say, bust a move, bust a move, bust a move. my faith. I'm talking my faith. I'm talking my faith. It's our positive response. And y'all been sitting back waiting on something to happen. The day of that is over. You looking all sorry and sad and talking about war is me. The devil is a liar. Christ is in you. And everything you need is in Christ. What is your response? What is your response? Time out, time out for everybody going through and everybody back against the wall and I ain't got no money and I just hope God will stop it. Stop it. Sometimes God will have you just jump in the water. I ain't talking reckless. I'm talking about faith. But sometimes we go to the end of the pool and we look and we take the see if it's cool or not and we dip and then we come back and we sit back down. Some you know we go we go on vacation and, and, and I said, "London, you gonna get in?" And she said, "You gonna get in?" I said, "I'm gonna get in. You gonna get in? I'm gonna get in." And we sit there for an hour. You gonna get? I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get in. And, and she she'll go to the pool and, and she'll go and she said, "Justin, is it cold?" He said, "It ain't that cold." And she'll put her hand in there and she'll come back out and she sit back down. So you gonna get? I'm gonna get in in a minute. You gonna get in? I'm gonna get in too. And I'll go and I said, "Jaden, is that water cold? It ain't cold, Dad. Come on in here." And we trying to check with everybody else around us instead of just jump. You gotta just jump in the wall. Sometimes you gotta jump. 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 You keep waiting to check the temperature, and God said, "Do it." 
Sometimes you just got to jump. You got to jump, Jazz. You got to jump. You got to just jump. You got to jump in. You want, as they went, they were healed. When you jump, you begin to see miracles. When you jump, his provision came. When you jump, his favor back you. When you jump, peace came. When you jump, help came. As long as you're sitting there, is, is it cold? How is it? What they say. You got to just jump. Because grace has already provided. But now it's your turn. It's grace and faith. Look, look, look at Second Kings chapter 4. I got six minutes. See? It may be uncomfortable, but jump. I am planning on doing that. I'm out of breath, my legs wiggling. But I jump! But I jump! What you want? I jump! And if you wait for everything to line up, you'll never jump. You gotta jump in the dark. You gotta jump when you're hurting. You gotta jump when you don't feel like it. You gotta jump when it don't add up. You gotta jump! talking about jazz because my whole life been about jumping when I bought our first house we bought our first house we jumped the one we living in now we had to jump and here's the thing sometimes everything around you said don't you jump you better not do it and, it, and the devil is sending people to tell you to convince you not to jump and they'll tell you why they didn't jump Girl, I tried to jump, but it didn't work for me. That's you. See, when I jumped, I had failed. That's you. Because even if I jump and fall, I'm going to get back up. And I'm going to do it again. Second King. I'm trying to get to Second Kings. Come on, Second Kings. Second Kings. Sit down. Sit down. Ooh, I'm still trying to catch my breath. But I jumped. And some of y'all laughing because I jumped, but that's okay. I jumped. Let them laugh. Let them talk about you. Let them say all kind of crazy things. You just go ahead and jump. And when the child was grown, come on. Sit down, sit down. Second Kings chapter 4, verse 18. Second Kings 4 and 18. Uh, some of y'all going to leave here today, you're going to jump. Here's what happens after you jump. Let me just get you straight. And something go wrong with the jump. Because the prophet had come through town and told this woman, you're going to have a child. And she said, don't play with me, prophet. 
don't blow chip. Don't, I, I, I done got okay with not having a son. I'm good. Don't you mess with me. Say, so you're going to have a child. She had this child. Verse 18, when the child was grown, it fell on the day that he went out to his father, to the reapers. Come on, flow with me. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to a lad, carry him to his mother. Took him back to the house of his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and he died. Some of y'all jumped before and the reason fear talking because when you jumped, it didn't work. Look, look. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and she went out. And she called unto her husband and said, send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses. That's why I like King James, you can cuss. <laughs> that I may run to the man of God. Look, 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 that I may run to the man of God and come again. Come on, flow with me. And he said, wherefore wilt thou go to him today? What you going to today? It ain't, it ain't the new moon or the Sabbath. And it ain't, ain't no service going on. Why are you going to the man of God? And she said. She didn't stop to say, I'm going down here because Junior died. And she didn't, she didn't. Positive response. She says, and it shall be well. Some of y'all talking too much. You all into the details. It don't, it, it don't matter. It does not matter. When I went to see my brother, I went in the back. I didn't play the family thing and all that. I went in the back. I said, I'm about to go home. I got to go to service. I kissed him on the forehead. I said, all is well. And I left. You got to know that your words have power and authority. Then she saddled and asked. There it is again. And said to her servant, drive. Look, look. Drive and go forward. Slack not thy ride. That means don't slow down. Except I tell you to. That's what that says. Come on, verse 25. So she went and came unto the man of God, to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Gehazi, one of his servants, said, is that that Shunammite woman? Verse 26. Look. He says, run now. Go meet her. Say unto her. Say unto her. Say unto her. Ask her this when you go to see him. Is it well with thee? Everything okay with you? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child? And she answered. She didn't say, man of God, you got to come quick. He done died. She said, now, now, now it was okay when he says, is it well with thee? Yeah, I'm good. Well with your husband? Yeah, he good too. When she got down to the sun, that was her opportunity to release words that didn't line up with faith. But she said, now this boy at home dead. He ain't got no cold. His nose ain't running. He dead. She said, it is well. Come on, come on, come on. Get that in your spirit. Said, it is well. You, some of y'all been saying some stuff all week contrary to the word. Some of y'all been lining your speech up with what's going on in your life right now. Cancel that and say this. It is well. Come on, one more time. Because y'all done said a whole bunch this week. 
it's overwhelming. It's just too much. It's just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take it. I'm just, it's just, I can't do this no more. I, I just, I just, come on, come on, come on. It is well. Woo. Grab your neighbor. Say, let me help you with this. And grab your neighbor and say, come on here. Let's say it together. It is well. Grab the one you didn't grab the first time. Come on, tell them. Say, I said it is well. Come on, doctor's report, rent due. Come on here. Lump on the breast. Come on. Pain in the back. Come on here. They're about to put you out. Got a five-day notice. They're coming to get your car. Somebody holler, it is well. Sometimes you got to convince yourself. Come on, it is well. Come on, put it back up. And when she came to the man of God, she called him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thrust her away. The man of God said, leave her alone. Something going on with her. Her soul is vexed. But God ain't showed it to me. Look at verse 28. She said, your prophet don't know everything. God is coming into a season where he's pulling you to him. I need a word. Get it from him. He said, this girl coming, her soul is vexed, but I don't know what's going on because God didn't show it to me. That's what, that's what he just said. Then she said, did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, don't deceive me, don't mess with me, man of God? Did I not tell you that? She got indignant with him. Look at here. And he said to God, I said, gird up thy loins and take thy staff in thy hand and go thy way. And if thou meet any man, salute him not. Don't even stop talking to nobody. And if any salute thee, after him not. Don't even, don't even talk to him. And lay my staff on the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, as the Lord liveth, and as my soul liveth, I ain't leaving you. And he arose and followed her. Come on, come on, come on. And Gehazi passed on before them and laid the staff on the face of the child, but there was neither voice nor hearing. Wherefore he went again to meet him and told him, saying, the child didn't wake up, master. And Elijah was coming. Elijah said, let me go down here. I'm going to go myself. When Elijah was coming to the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. Come on here. Come on here. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them twain. You got to shut the door. That's significant. Some of y'all taking too many folk in. Got to shut the door. Leave them rascals in the hallway. Shut the door. Because some folk ain't praying for you. They're praying for you to die. Leave them outside. And he prayed to the Lord. Look, look. And he went up and lay up on the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. He wasn't finished. Because some of y'all get a little bit of breakthrough and you run off. And we don't see you no more. Then he said, let God finish the work. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro. And went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times. And the child opened his eyes. Look, look, look. And he called Gehazi and said, call the woman, call the Shunammite. 
So he called her. And when she was coming unto him, he said, take up that son. <laughs> take, take what was dead. Take what wasn't working. You know how all of this happened? We read a whole lot of verses. But all of this, my leg's still shaking, doc. All of this, but I jumped. You may have to walk like this after you finish jumping, but you jump. The same guy that was behind the jump is going to straighten them legs back out. What you say? She said, she'll rub me down. You're so nasty. That's that's what she said. Look what she said, Jason. I'll rub you down. We read a lot of verses, minister. But all this was summed up when Gehazi said, is it well with you? with your husband and with your son her response sealed the deal listen at this listen at this when you release those words in the spirit it happens immediately immediately Immediately. That's why it's important what you release. You know why you've been struggling lately? Because you've been releasing the wrong thing. When I got tired, Willie, I was. Why are you laughing? Well, I call him Willie. I was releasing about my tired position. Some of y'all have been too busy talking about your brokenness. That's why you're broke. You've been talking about how you can't make ends meet. That's why they won't meet. You've been talking about how silly your children are. That's why they're silly. He won't do nothing right. I would always say, because my son, 13 now, and he's getting a teenager, and, and you know, we get them teenagers, man, it's a little different. I said, you won't listen. And, and I, I, that was a part of my Regular conversation. You won't listen. You won't listen. You won't listen. You won't listen. And London said, you know you keep confessing that he won't listen. You know what I told her? You hush. I know I'm done with this boy. Because we defend our ungodliness. I don't care if he ain't listening. You got to say the right thing. I thank you, Jesus, that my son has ears that hear. And my voice carries weight in his life. And there will be no foolery in his life. And no silly women. You got to be able to say that. And not just what you see. For some of y'all been all week talking about what you see. And who called with the left on your machine. Hit that machine. They say, we need the money by Friday. You say this, all is well. And mean it. And I thank you, Lord, that anybody you bless me. I'll be satisfied. But you're going to come through somehow. That's all I know. That's all I know. You got to come through. 
you got to manifest what you've already done because I'm aligned in my words of what you've already done. How do I get the promise to manifest? You get the promise to manifest from the promise. Write that down. Because y'all been trying to do some other stuff. All you need is the promise. All Mary had was the promise. You trying to, if I could just read this and get this devotion. No, 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 no. Everything you need for the promise to manifest is in the promise. Rehearse the promise. Rehearse the promise. Because faith for the promise is in the promise. Action seed is in the promise. It's all in the promise. Some of y'all doing too much. Which means you're trying to work for it. You got four devotionals. You got three books you're reading. You read three scriptures. Listen to one of my CDs a day. One of Bill Winston CDs. And a Joyce Meyer DVD. You pray at lunch. And you walk and pray at... And you, you're doing too much. You're trying to work to make something happen. Just rehearse the promise. Listen, listen. And receive. And you'll wake up and this will be done happened. And you'll go to work minding your business. And I say, come here for a second. We've been, we've been thinking about you. And you don't say, well, thank you, Jesus. Oh. It's what she said. I've been expecting you to call me. My God said, we, gonna, we got this extra car. We're going to just sow it to you. You said, praise God, I've been waiting on your call. You ain't got to faint like you're on prices. Oh. Because I've been rehearsing the promise. So I've been expecting car. I've been expecting peace. I've been expecting children to come home. I've been expecting a place to start my business. I've been, ex- I've been expecting all. I've been expecting this. I ain't got the money. I ain't even got the credit. But I got the word. And if I got the word, I got enough. Stand up, stand up. Tell your neighbor, say, all you need is the word. Many things you were on earth, all you need are in You are the living word. Come on, sing it. Sent down from glory. Many things you are the living one. You are the living Say it again. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. That's what we call. That's what we call you. Say it again. You are the Jesus, Jesus, say. Jesus, Jesus. That's what we call. That's what we call you. Angel born on the street. You died to save humanity. You are the living word. You are the living Jesus, word. Jesus, Jesus, say. Jesus, Jesus. 
seen in a long time peace favor liquid grace money open doors come on here restoration wholeness and healing this shall be the week that the living word lives in you and through you yes 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 Miracles this week. I said miracles this week. Miracles. Money miracles. Money miracles this week. Because of the word 
of God. Listen, couple, a couple of things. Yes, Lord. Say this, say this, we got to go, say this. Lift your hand up like this, both hands. And do this, says, be it unto me. Come on, one more time, say, according to thy word. Come on, according to thy word. According to every promise you've made to me. Your intent for me. Today I say, be it unto me. Come on, last time, last time. Come on, get them hands up last time. Come on, say, for my family and everything concerning me. Today I decree and I declare and I receive the word and I say, be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto me. Be it unto us according to thy word. I release this week miracles. And wonder to hit the people of God, your house, your family's house. Be it unto us, be it unto us. So, if you're Thank you, Jesus. Be it unto me. Listen, I started this off. Listen, listen. I started this off outlining some promises. Go back through those. Listen, listen carefully. Don't go in there grabbing all of them. Grab the one that pertains to you. Be it unto me. Whether it's peace, joy, childbirth, whether it's house, whether it's car, whether it's restoration, be it unto me. This week, some of y'all ought to get real bold right now and say by Thursday at 12 noon, the money will be in. By Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it'll be in. Yeah, yeah. By Tuesday morning. Go ahead and make a declaration. Okay, okay. So, if you're... Shh, Jesus, be it unto us. 